Good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Thursday, Friday. It's Friday, Friday, March 17th, 2023, and this is episode 346 of the Lots Project podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control. And today we're going to talk about figuring out what day it is. Um, My earbuds got a trailer tech coming today. Made some connections that uh, might be able to be building some community on the next uh, couple legs of our journey. And yeah, it's St. Patrick's Day. Maybe we'll talk about it if we get time. It's not really uh, not really in my wheelhouse or my deal anymore. But hey, it used to be I was bartender for a decade and I like to drink a lot. So yeah, we can talk St. Patty's Day if we get there. If we get there, but... If you saw in the group yesterday, I posted a picture and uh, said, tune in tomorrow to find out where I found this and what it is. I kind of teased it a little bit. It is an earbud. It is, well, part of an earbud, part of an earbud, but we'll talk about where I found that. Good morning, Josh. Good morning, Gingerbread Farms. Good morning, Pippinized. How we doing? Uh, I posted in the group this morning, and it was always nice to wake up to a little spike in uh in Bitcoin popped up, I think, uh, I think in the group when I posted it popped up to 26, something 26, 762. I just got an alert having to be looking at my stuff. Uh, first thing here in the morning and got an alert that Bitcoin was up 5% or more, whatever the trigger is that it just sends me these push alerts and I popped it open and I was like, Hey, look at that. It'll go down later. I'm I wasn't all excited that excited. I just, Thought it was nice in the morning to see a little pop, and, and James had to get all uppity and cranky and tell me that the dollar's crashing and Bitcoin isn't spiking, and I don't give a shit which way which goes, but I have some of the one that's going to be more valuable, so that's good. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have more of the one that's not going to have any value, so that's not so good. <laughs> oh, it's Friday, guys! Happy Friday, Pippin Eyes. Pippin Eyes says, "Happy Friday, gang." Uh, Josh says the earbutt plug. Yes, yes, the earbutt plug. That is, uh, that's where you put them so you can listen to your store. Um, Josh says the dollar's been in hospice for a while, just seeing the death throes. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I see that. Just wait a couple minutes here for everybody to roll in and uh, get past all those past those ads and all that fun stuff and wake up grab your coffee and then we'll swing into the question of the day ah nice like like guatemalan from the other day oh gingerbread says he has less than one tenth um yeah i mean when you don't have any net wealth it's not hard to have a high percentage of it in bitcoin (laughs) oh anyway Got a couple of them coffee sips in, and it's time to think deep and talk a question of the day. Here we go. Let me get my notes up here, and we will rock on with it. All right. It's time for the 35th edition of The Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram group at t.me slash lots chat, t.me slash lots chat. Or I'm starting to sprinkle the question all over my social medias in video and text form. Find it. Comment. Answer. Let me know what you're thinking. And I will include your thoughts when I discuss it the next morning on the Perfect Cup podcast. Today's Perfect Cup question of the day is, will artificial intelligence help increase human lifespan in the future? Will artificial intelligence help increase human lifespan in the future? And we've had a few about AI, machine learning, whatever you want to call it. Chat GPT is one system that uses it. We talked about Jasper the other night. These are systems that are used for writing copy, um, answering questions, things like that. But there's a lot more to it. And... 
as it evolves, it'll be able to take piles and piles and piles and piles and piles of data, analyze the data quicker than any of us could, adapt and learn, learn, quote unquote, learn. Um, and it seems obvious that eventually it will learn how to keep us alive longer. It'll see a pattern. It'll recognize a pattern. It'll see something. It'll cure cancer or whatever, whatever, just because of data sets and the eyes and um, the unlimited thinking power, I guess, is one way to put it. Is it really thinking or is it just analyzing data? Whatever. Anyway, logic tells us that it'll keep us alive longer by default they'll just say okay well this is how it happens and people ask it what's the best best health program what's the best eating it it will just accumulate all the data and and by uh natural evolution it should help us keep alive longer and that was the sentiment a little bit in my group as i went through the questions and then i posed a question and, or a statement more than a question and said well it's only it's only able to calculate results on its data set. So what if the data set is skewed? What if the data set says, um, it says that carbohydrates and sugar and um, eating dog poop make people live longer. So it analyzes this data and it says, well, these people are living. And it also, the data set and the instructions and the limitations of the parameters say, well, anybody that dies under the age of 100 is an anomaly, so we're not going to count them. Now the data is skewed. Now, now the program is looking for the wrong answer. Not the answer that we want, but it's going to give us the answer to our question. But do we know the parameters and the data that it is bringing to us? It's almost like when you talk to a human and you ask them for their opinion. Um, you, if you were standing in a room with a bunch of blank faces, or maybe people were behind a speaker and you pushed a button and you just said, how do you start a car? Well, the guy that's an auto mechanic is really going to be able to give you a good answer based on good data, good parameters and experience. The Amish guy next to him is probably going to answer you because that's the game. You're going to answer you, but I'm guessing his answer is not reliable. It's all about data sets and uh, and what you know. I mean, that's a crude, crude example, but I mean, you get the picture. So will it help us live longer if it's told to in the beginning? I mean, it the it's going to, I believe, I believe it's going to evolve super rapidly and we're not going to know where the beginning was. I think that it's very, very important to be sure that these these thinking or potentially self-learning or powerful tools are set up properly at the beginning. As they evolve, the waters could probably get murky. Um, and if we don't know the beginning, do you really know the intentions? Who set the intentions? Who started feeding the data? And who told it? how and why to process the data. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. So is it the answer? Is that an answer? Um, will it help us live longer? Potentially. Potentially. If the if the right program was written? Absolutely. It can it can it can process data sets by like infinite amounts and come up with patterns and uh, and display those for you. I mean yeah very powerful tool do i think it will i don't know i i assume i assume that humanity will use tools for good but you know we drop bombs on people so that's there is that let's hit those comments that we had about this i didn't really have a straight answer for you because i don't really think there is i don't think we know i think it's all a guess at this point and you can logic you can uh, use logic to present your case of your your guess um or you can argue both sides <laughs> like i do because i don't know and i don't claim to know what's going to happen Anyway, in the comment in the comments section of the, the Telegram group, which you should join at t.me slash lots chat, when I asked it yesterday morning, uh, Josh, one of our community members said, uh, maybe that depends on who controls the AI and what the restrictions are put on it. Yeah, and that kind of started the conversation. And um, I went down that road quite a bit 
Josh and I've talked a lot of, a lot about this. So um, blueberry uh, blueberry over in the group says depends on how the AI is programmed. The people in power may change it as needed. And I don't know if that's um, how, how, um, how possible that will be to do after the fact. I want to say that there's going to be some, um, there'll be some, things written into where they can be adjusted but i i have a feeling that at some point people are going to want their ais to not be able to be persuaded by uh nefarious people or um or or benevolent people for that fact um yeah i don't know <coughs> josh josh drops a comment right in the in the youtube here uh if you want to join us live uh, join us live every morning 6 a.m uh, on youtube channel 6 a.m central uh josh says Will it make me want to, will it make me want to live longer? <laughs> That's the thing. Will it make you want to live longer, let alone tell you how to do it? <laughs> but uh, let's, a few more comments I had here. They were pretty much all down the, the same lines. Uh, scrambling, uh, old scrambling, he was definitive. He said the answer is yes. Dis, uh, disregard his, uh, oh, he posted a link to a video about uh, uh, something about the vegetarian diet and how to make it, um, make it, make you live to 120 or something like that, I think. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's programming. This is what it all came down to. Um, and Mike, uh, Mike, the Philippine nomad threw another vote in for it depends. And um, <laughs> Pippinized uh, made me laugh a little bit. He says, uh, yes. AI will assist in a longer human existence, but my brain went to the movie Wally with a bunch of overweight, ignorant humans being trucked around by hover wheelchairs. Just because we're here longer doesn't mean it's right. <laughs> oh, gingerbread, gingerbread. He misses his friends. He wants to go. He wants to go. We want him to stay. We enjoy him around, but he wants to go. Anyway, that'll wrap up this episode of The Perfect Cup for a Friday. Um, chew on that for a little while. Check out around the weekend, um, probably around Sunday morning. I will throw up, start throwing up the questions for next week. I'll throw up on Sunday morning. No, probably not. Um, I'll throw that question up all over socials, especially in the Telegram chat. If you want to be a part of the conversation and don't want to be just commenting by yourself on a random post, head on over to t.me slash lots chat. Join the Telegram group. Bunch of weirdos over there. Uh, but man, we do have great conversations. We have great conversations. Everybody's welcome. And uh, as long as you're not a dick, you can stick around and uh, and speak your mind. Anyway, that's t.me slash lots chat. Otherwise, you can go to theperfectcup.shop or thelotsproject.com and find the shop there. You will find all sorts of premium air roasted coffee, air roasted, <laughs> premium air roasted coffee, coffee merchandise, and all sorts of other things in the shop that will help support the Lots Project if you make a purchase. I appreciate it. Check it out today. Check it out today. And coming next week, I have a big announcement about some discounts on some really good products, really good products. Not my products, someone else's. They were impressed with a little thing I had to say and made me up a discount code. So coming soon next week, I will be announcing that. Anyway, this has been another episode of The Perfect Cup. Thanks for listening. Be sure to hit that like, subscribe, and share it with anybody you think that'd like it. And we will talk to you next week. Ah, oh, all right. <laughs> Oh, Gingerbread says he's a dick and we keep him around. But, yeah, for how long? For how long? <laughs> Guys, it's Friday. It is Friday. My beautiful wife is off today. My beautiful, beautiful wife took the day off today because we are getting the brakes looked at on our house. And, um, yeah, we were going to have to close it up and close the slides up him to work on it and she just didn't want to mess around with trying to watch the dogs and do her job and do this and that uh if she had to work i could have taken the dogs and done all that stuff but i want to watch the guy do the breaks so i gotta kind of be able to pay attention uh st patty's day guys st patty's day 
Didn't even know it until somebody posted it on on Telegram this morning. Didn't even know it. I wore green. I wore green randomly. <laughs> How about that? Oh. <laughs> Pip and I said he just got done doing a lap around his shop chasing the Uber Eats driver. Oh, fun, fun. And the Nomad, he just realized it's St. Patrick's Day, too. Happy, happy St. Patrick's Day, everyone. Uh, my cap? My cap's black. <laughs> it's not green. I don't think. Is my hat green? I can't see colors. <laughs> oh, it's faded. Corey says it's faded. It's this hot Texas sun. It's this hot Texas sun. Anyway, anyway, I'm going to pull a picture here. Um, this little thing, I posted a picture. If you're on YouTube, I'm posting a picture of a little um, little thing that I, I, um, I posted up and said, hey, tune in tomorrow. Find out what this is and where I found it. Oh, Robin says it looks green on her screen. Mm, yeah, it's a little faded for sure. But anyway. This little nugget here, if you're listening, is um, the little gel squishy part to a um, to earbud, to earbud. You know, the kind that go, the part that goes and seals in your ear. Um, and they send packages of them and shit like that. Um, they send packages of uh, extra ones with your earbuds for different size ear canals and all that fun stuff. So. I had fun with one of these things yesterday. We're going to go back. We're going to talk a little bit about what happened. So Brian has um, some Jabra Active Elite 75T earbuds. Had them for a long time. Had them from when I was... um, Um, it, it goes back to man, uh, early, probably two years into driving as a service tech. Um, when I was blowing through ear, ear, Bluetooth ear, uh, pieces because we couldn't, um, we couldn't hold our phone and drive or something because you can't be, you can't do that. It's bad. It's bad. Anyway, I was going through all these uh, Bluetooth headphones, the cheap ones, $20, $30, $15, whatever, buying them off Amazon like candy. Anytime I I sweat into it or it got hot or cold, the thing wouldn't work, and i just end up buying another one. Finally, I was at uh, Best Buy, like actually went to a Best Buy, and I was talking to one of the guys that worked there. And, you know, it's it's a roll of the dice, whether you get get good... you get good or you know shitty advice from a teenager working at Best Buy, but we actually we actually talked to somebody that um, that knew his shit, and you know it was right at the beginning of COVID, right as lockdowns were starting. Because um, I remember going to the store was absolutely ridiculous. We weren't wearing masks. It wasn't required to wear a mask yet, but half the store was, and all the people were. I remember that I was able to go in. Um, yeah, pretty distinctively, actually. Um, anyway, he advised me to look at these um, Jabras, which were meant for athletes, meant for, they said you could swim with them, whatever. They were like $200 when I bought them. I think they're down to like 175 bucks now. Worth every penny. Worth every single penny I bought. Um, they're the ones that have the little charging case, like the, the AirPods. Um, I like them better. You can use one as a Bluetooth earphone, two as, um, headphones. They have a hear through mode where you can turn, turn hear through when you're not listening to something. And it's actually speakers or like microphone and speakers. Uh, so it's actually amplified a little bit. There's all sorts of different things you can do with them. They're comfortable. I love them. I love them. I did a review of them. I figured out how to fix them when they stopped working uh, and put a video up on YouTube. It is one of our most viewed videos. I think it actually is our most viewed video now uh, because Jabra doesn't know how to fix their own product. But I figured it out and put the video up and it's got like 30,000 views of people that have been trying to fix it too and can't find the answer. Anyway, anyway, love these headphones. Love them, love them, love them, love them. Usually this is my routine. 
um, at, at night, I can't usually fall asleep. So I'll start listening to a YouTube video on, you know, whatever topic, uh, growing podcast audience or getting more views on videos or listen to John Willis every, every now and then on his live in the evening. But a lot of times I'll keep listening and thinking and thinking and I'll get myself to calm down and I'll fall asleep with the earbuds in. I usually wake up and they're laying next to the pillow. Uh, I'll roll over one way and I'll pop it out and then the other way and they'll just be laying there. Well, the old, uh, the other morning, the other morning I woke up and, um, well, rewind a little bit. Somehow I lost that popped off the silicone thing popped off of, um, the earbud and I couldn't find it, couldn't find it anywhere. And it wouldn't work without it. Like it, it, like that's what makes it work. So I, um, searched and searched. I was really pissed off. I was going to have to go on the jobber site, get new ones or get generic ones, whatever. I just threw away like packages of these things when we downsized i took all the old ones i've gotten from all my old earbuds and i kept them saved them saved them saved them saved them saved them yeah in in august i threw them all away never needed one never used one the whole time i had them the whole time i've been i buying earbuds i've never changed them i i got pretty standard ear canals i guess because um the ones that come with the earbuds usually just fit fine throw them all out sure as shit i lose one um, and, uh, well, Corey had, Corey had them. Corey had some from some earbuds she bought. Uh, there were a bunch of different sizes, this and that. Now, the only problem was I needed it both to fit the earbud and the case because these types of earbuds, like I said, the AirPods, they slide into a little case. And if the rubber squishy part is too big, it won't fit down in there and touch the charging contacts. So we mess around with all the different ones that, uh, <laughs> oh, Josh says, uh, his ear holes, the only thing normal about him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So we go through all these ones, spares that Corey had and one fit the ticket. It fit the, the earbud and it fit the hole in the charger. And I was like, cool. So I grabbed that the next night fine the next night i'm listening and fell asleep woke up the next morning and the thing was gone i was like ah shit i think it probably is worn down just from three years of use or whatever these just aren't going to stay on whatever didn't think much of it uh did the show i think i had i uh, was running around a little bit extra this weekend and um shit I, I get done with the show and I go in, I find the earbud, the little rubber piece is missing. I put the thing over and I, I shake out the sheet and the dogs have been running around in there and whatever. I couldn't find it. I was like, ah, shit, whatever. So I asked Corey for another one, uh, the other one that size, because there was two. And I put it on, uh, put it on the earbud. That's fine. Whatever. Used it for a few days, um, two days ish uh, in the truck here there everywhere running everywhere um and it was the left one uh not the one i use if i'm just like driving and and using it for a speaker but if i'm actually listening to music i only put the left one in when i'm actually listening to music or um at night when Corey it's loud or whatever but if i need them both then so anyway yesterday was it yesterday morning yesterday morning i woke up and um sure as shit that one had fallen off i'd fallen asleep with him again in my ears Corey says what i need to do is stop listening to music before bed um and it'll solve this whole problem but uh oh no shit robin says she has a headband with a bluetooth headset in it that she sleeps in hmm <laughs> Anyway, yesterday morning I woke up and sure shit fell out again. And I was like, oh man, something's in my ear. And so I came out and asked Corey, hey, um, is that earbud thing in my ear? And I'd asked her a few days before. I was like, hey, would you check to see if that uh, thing's in my ear? I can't find it in the bed. But it was a little later in the morning um, and she couldn't see anything. And so... Yesterday morning, she kind of takes flashlight. She's like, oh, yeah, I see it. She grabs some tweezers and she pulled it out for me. I was like, oh, cool. Thank you. And it was like instant relief. It was like irritated already. It had been in there for like an hour. Well, maybe three or four. I don't know what time it fell off in my head. 
uh, while I was sleeping. But regardless, do the show. My ears bit was like irritated. And I'm like, oh, man, that really irritated the shit out of my ear from being in there last night. And it just wasn't sitting right with me. It wasn't sitting right with me. It got more irritated. And the more I kind of played with it and itched it, I took a Q-tip and kind of like, was like, what's going on? And as I put it in there, um, it went not quite as far as I usually could put a Q-tip in my ear. And all of a sudden it was like painful. And I was like, oh shit, what the fuck? So it just kept getting worse, getting worse, getting worse. And uh, I was like, I got to, can you look in my ear? Can you like see around in there? Um, I was wondering if we had like one of those squeezy ball uh, suction things used for the kid's snot. Um, if you had one of those, we could have like sucked, see if there's something in there. I thought maybe a bug crawled in there or something. She couldn't see in there. She couldn't see anything. But I, I really felt like... I really felt like there was something I felt like I could tell I didn't want to go to urgent care. That's not me. I don't go to the fucking doctor on. I mean, like cut half my thumb off and didn't go to the doctor. So um, this little thing I was going to figure out for myself. Well, jumped on Walmart. I said, hey, I've seen all these things on TikTok and Facebook and all these places that you can like clean the earwax out of your ear and you can get the little camera. That goes in there and you can see what you're doing and it goes on your phone. You can see the video. I want to apologize for the the little bit of nasty you might see in this video. I'm going to throw up on the YouTube, but um, I'll show you what I found. Show you what I found. Ran over to Walmart, $33 for a little Bluetooth uh, earwax cleaning kit with a camera. And in we went. So if you're on the YouTube channel, you can check it out. Otherwise, you can pop over here and uh, look right around 27 minutes. You'll be able to see the little video clip. Looky what I found back there. And you can see that again. I'll go one more time. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three days. Two, three days. I don't even remember when it fell off. It was two or three days that fucker sat in the inside of my ear. And I think the only reason it didn't bother me for so long was that um, the hole was put, uh, facing the right direction. Um, I think... Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Josh, Josh put in the comments. <laughs> I sent Josh that video after I found it. Cause I was talking to him. I was like, dude, I really think there's something stuck in my ear. I got to go get this little camera. Uh, so I got home and I did that video. I sent it to him. I'm like, looky what I found. <laughs> and, uh, he says, I got a TikTok for that damn camera yesterday. <laughs> He's never seen one, and he blames me. China knows about my ear problems. <laughs> oh, but anyway, I think that thing was sitting in there with the hole in the right direction. And so it was just, I could hear fine. It didn't get irritated until um, the other one like must have pushed against it. Or when I went to, I hit it with the Q-tip and pushed it a little farther and it really started to get irritated. Um, it was a little irritated after I got it out. That was a process in itself. I had to use a couple of the different tools that came with the little scope. And I snagged it and I snagged it and I got it uh, partially out and then I didn't want to push it back in. So I made Corey grab the tweezers and she was able to see it and pull it out. But no shit. Be careful, guys. Account for all your earbud pieces when you wake up in the morning, unless you're like Robin and you uh, and you use that ear Bluetooth headband. I will have to. Um, I will have to. <laughs> Josh says it's like an ear IUD. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm going to have to check out one of these headbands. I think that would be a, a very well-recommended product. I would have a, a conflict and a resolution there. I think that's, uh, that's what you're supposed to have when you're recommending something. Is I had a problem 
I got a solution. I had to go get a camera to get the shit out of my ear. So I'm going to wear Bluetooth headphones and a headband so they can't go in my ears. Uh, anyway, I made that the item of the day. Made it at the item of the day. We'll get to that a little later. But uh, yeah, it was $33. This company sells them uh, different kits anywhere from, I think 33 was the lowest one I saw on Amazon. I ended up having to go get it on purpose in um uh or on purpose in a hurry at walmart in person on purpose i had to go get it in person at walmart um i was there was no waiting for one day shipping or anything i needed to go get it and i was glad i was glad that um i was glad that they had one in stock and sure as shit i walked into walmart so this walmart here i think we've mentioned it before or i have that uh it's like, so there's, um, you know, the old school Walmarts that, uh, you know, stores change styles over the years and you walk into one, you can tell it's an old one. Um, this one is the one, if you remember, that had the electronics section in the middle that only had a one way in and out. It wasn't like when they moved the electronics to the back and it was all along the back wall. It was when they didn't sell jack shit for electronics and the stores were really small and the electronics would be right in the middle and walled off. And there was one entrance in and out with the cash register next to it. You know what I'm talking about? Ooh, you know what I'm talking about? So this is one of those old Walmarts, no grocery store, very limited groceries, this and that. They have little pharmacy, little grocery, and then clothes and whatever. So I walk in, I know where it is because I didn't want to walk around this place and, and search for this thing. Uh, so I looked on the app and it said it was in aisle G13. I walk in, I see A to my left, I see N to my, or uh, A to my right end to my left and i start walking straight in the store and i'm seeing around the outside the aisles are going a b c d i know my alphabet i know my alphabet so i'm watching and i'm looking at my other side and i see f as i'm walking down the aisle i see f and then i'm getting to the main aisle and then it's going to be the back and i was like okay so it goes a b c d e along the wall and then f and then g will be um next and then, so I keep walking forward and it's F, 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 F. And then I look right in front of me and it's H. I thought I forgot the alphabet. I like did it in my head. I'm like, wait, I've been following it all around. And where the fuck does G go? It's like the G spot. No one can ever find it. But anyway, I look next to H and there's I. I look on the other side of F and there's E and I'm fucking confused because I look further down the aisle and I can see J K L and I'm looking the other way and I still say C A B and C and I'm like, where the hell is G where the, where am I going to get it? I will even went back into that a little electronics thing and to see if they had that like messed up as like a separate section in between with like G in the electronics for some reason i you would think it was e but um anyway looking around i'm looking for the g spot and um i walk all over the store all over the store and finally in between u and t over in the corner all by itself is the pharmacy and somebody in their infinite wisdom at walmart Made the pharmacy sex and G in between T and U. Wasted my time. Wasted my day. I was irritated. I had that shit stuck in my ear. And all I wanted to do was find this little ear scope at Walmart. And they made me walk around the whole store. They didn't even put it close to where it was supposed to be in the alphabet. How are people supposed to find it? Not an employee to be found to ask them where the G section is. But I found my thing and when I bought it, plugged it in in the truck because it needed to be charged, of course. And I wanted to get at it right away. Charged it in the truck on the way home and bam, bam, bam. I had it out. No, oh, maybe like five, ten minutes, five, ten minutes at most. It was great. It was great. I'm so glad I went. I would recommend them. Um, the one I got 
I don't see the exact uh, package I got. Um, it's it seems on Amazon that the unit itself, like the actual light and scope, um, stay the same. And then, well, there's different models of those too, but the little packages are depending on the little tools that come with it or accessories. So the $30 range, $30, $40 range one is the same scope with different accessories. And then as you bump up, you can get them up to, I thought that the most expensive one was 200s or something like that crazy that I would never even consider thinking about spending on something like this. But for 30 bucks, it saved me an ER or an urgent care visit. And uh, I think it really come in handy on the road. So I think it was well worth the 30 some bucks. I put a, a link to the closest model in the show notes, the closest model to the one I uh, used. But if you go to the Amazon link and right below the title of the item, you can click on go to the B-Bird store. And it's that's the brand is B-Bird, B-E-B-I-R-D. Um, and you can see all the, all the products they have. They have like nice little shop there on Amazon with a shitload of different options of packages and things you can do. So um josh says the walmart before the super centers uh phil philippine nomads said f and g unit um josh says why is the g spot so hard for people to find it's the last thing you saw before you got squirted out of your mom's replication station <laughs> unless unless she came out ass first man you might have missed it on the way out Robin says my Walmart changes product placement and doesn't update the aisle signs. So the signs may stay safe, frozen vegetables, but the pizzas are in the freezer. I love it. I love it. I love it. And the dogs are wound up this morning. <laughs> they didn't get it's pouring. It was pouring rain here when they had their, um, when they had their playtime. And, uh, I think they all have to poop because I don't think any of them pooped when they, uh, when they went out. Oh, Josh says, Josh says none of us can find the G spot because of the rise of C-section babies. Welcome to the Lots Project podcast, where we talk about G spots and C-sections. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, trailer tech is scheduled for noon. Um, talked to the lady last night. Uh, he's got a couple appointments. It's at a different location before he comes here. And then he's coming here at noon. Then we're going to play it by ear and see how it goes. We might try to move the trailer up to the top of the hill out of the, the mud pit, um, depending on how quickly the rain soaks in. We had, uh, I don't think we got as much as we were supposed to originally, but we got some rain. Um, it was light or it was dark out when I went out this morning uh, to wash out my coffee press and this and that. Uh, and it was pouring rain, so I didn't spend a whole lot of time, but, uh, it seemed like we got a decent amount. Uh, it should soak in pretty quick. So depending on when it, when it stops and how fast it dries up, we might try to drag her up tonight or in the morning, right when we leave. But unless that trailer text says that my brakes will not work for some reason, it's unsafe, um, or something to that effect. We're rolling tomorrow, um, barring getting stuck and not being able to get pulled out early enough to move. But we don't have a real long travel day uh, tomorrow to the site. So we got we got some time. We have some time. So that means Monday probably be coming to you from a different location. Hopefully, if all goes well, if all goes according to plan, Monday morning, we'll be in a different location. And the following Monday morning, we'll be in a different location. And the following Monday morning, we'll be in a different location. Yes, yes, yes. And then we will squat down for a little bit, uh, making some plans to do some work for a Canadian fella, I know. And uh, yeah, so that's the trailer tech today. Confirmed last night. She said uh, noon. I'm okay with that. That gives us some time this morning, especially with Corey having the day off. Um, I'm guessing we're going to have to let the dogs out sooner or later, sooner rather than later after the show, because... Um, I think the rain's letting off. It, I don't hear it as much anymore. So storms rolled through. Hope everybody's okay. Everybody up in Dallas, it looks like you were getting rocked again, um, which we're heading that general direction. And uh, holy shit, I was like, man, the whole time we've been here, we're going right where all the storms have been horrible 
Um, and we've missed them down here. I'm like, are we making the right choice? But then I looked, I looked, and the weather forecast next week, no thunder boomers as of yet, as of yet. So you can let them do whatever they want. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, anyway, uh, after we are on our way to Tennessee. So obviously we got to go kind of North and East, uh, on the way, we're going to swing through Arkansas and uh, spend some time there. And a friend of a friend, Josh, thank you for the introduction, uh, has introduced me to somebody that, uh, is a rock hound up there and we've been chatting and hopefully we're going to be able to uh, get together make some content, look for some rocks, get an education, super smart, super smart, uh, and knowledgeable in his field. And I'm looking forward to learning from him. So keep an eye out for that. Hopefully uh, get some content made out of that. Find some cool rocks. Um, we might not be going to the diamond mine. He is suggesting some other places. And man, I listen to the pros. So if the diamond mine is a fun novelty thing, we might hit it sometime that uh, in our trips, our travels through there this time. Or maybe another roll through. I've been excited about going to the diamond mine for a long time, even if it's just to say I did. Um, so <laughs> yeah, Josh says he knows all the good spots. He does it. He does it. He sells them and yeah, all sorts of fun stuff. So I'm excited to talk to him, uh, take his advice for sure. But I'm sure at some point I will go, go be a diamond miner also. Eh, we'll see. We'll see. You know, being, being, um, closely tied and having lots of community, uh, build up in Tennessee, Arkansas is right there. It ain't that far to get down there and uh, swing it to the old diamond mind. But I'm excited to go hang out with Justin and uh, and check out uh, what he has to say and uh, the things that he collects and where he finds them and uh, learn learn some uh, about geology. Will be super cool, super cool because that's more my thing anyway. Uh, is the um, yeah Josh's diamond mind makes good content. That's the other thing. That's the other thing. Um, but I, I like looking at the cool rocks. I mean, yeah, that's, that's part of the fun. Uh, the bigger part of it for me is learning about them. Well, what is this? Why, why does it look like this? And, um, how did it get here? Why did it form here? And how do I know what to look for to find the situations that make these cool rocks somewhere else? Weird, like learning how to find them and why they're there and what they are learning all about it but talking to a pro and getting insider knowledge and being able to do it in person and pick something up and ask them a question um is way more valuable than learning on youtube you can learn on youtube all day long but until you have it in your hand you got somebody that knows their shit right in front of you that's it that's it that's the golden ticket right there it's almost like uh learning how to cut a backstrap from a guy that cuts thousand of thousand a season yeah, you should check out that video. Butterfly backstraps in like, you know, eight seconds or something. I was like, oh, okay, that's how you do it. <laughs> that's how you do it. All right, guys, St. Patty's Day, St. Patty's Day. Mm. <laughs> Gingerbread says I have 54 tons of rocks. <laughs> oh, man, St. Patty's Day. You guys gonna go all get all hammered and stuff. <laughs> gonna go to your favorite Irish bar, or maybe you go to like Apple Bees and order margaritas all day. They're kind of green. <laughs> I don't know. St. Patrick's Day was uh, was a blessing and a curse uh, in the bar industry for sure. It was a curse. Oh, it was it was right up there with New Year's Eve for the the day you just wanted to like do anything you can not to work but basically every bar that was worth working at said you're either working or you're fired um and a lot of the time a lot of the time that came with drinking heavily while you were working um and most of the managers understood dealing with the chaos that was saint patrick's day for the little bit of money that the drunk fucks remember to throw across the bar at you um yeah, you had to be drunk to deal with it. You you definitely had to be drunk to deal with it. Uh, but yeah, St. Patrick's Day. 
one of the two days a year that everybody wants to drink and everybody can't hold their liquor and they go to the bar and they act a fool and they pass out they puke everywhere oh yeah good times the good times the good times don't miss it i don't miss it i don't miss it as a customer i don't miss it as an employee um new year's is the other one new year's the one the two days that these people go out and drink and they think they they think they have a tolerance like a real alcoholic um but they they don't they don't they pretend and then they just make my life they they made my life miserable not anymore not anymore pip and i says ah back in the day yeah yeah well, I have a tie. I have a close tie into into Irish, and Corey doesn't have to work today, so I'll I'll just throw this out there. My Irish lineage, my Irish lineage, um, my ties to the Irish in uh, in the earlier days of my life, and then we'll wrap it up and get the hell out of here. Um, all right, Robin, take off. Get those uh, get those rabbits or no chickens, chickens out now that the sun's coming up up over there in West Virginia. Josh says amateur drinkers. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They are by far not professionals. Professionals can hold their puke till the bathroom <laughs> or just not puke at all. <coughs> anyway, first wife was Irish. <laughs> She's living a kick-ass life now. <laughs> Shit. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't even plan that one. Um, anyway, if you haven't ever seen Idiocracy, go check it out. Uh, my first wife was Irish. Uh, first, first generation Irish, actually. Uh, well, family wise, her dad was first generation Irish or American from Ireland. Aunts and uncles still live there. I, I got to hang out with them at uh, family reunion. Great people, great people. Uh, but the the Irish was strong um, in the in the lineage there. Um, so I observed, I learned, I talked, um, was really cool talking to the people that actually still live there, hanging out with them, um, got immersed in the culture, did a lot of like the Irish fairs and things like that. And then I started bartending in downtown Minneapolis, never really, uh, hung out in Irish bars. Eh, Molly's Irish pub, uh, in college was where I hung out, but that was far from an Irish bar. It was just a bunch of college kids in a, in a little tiny spot that, they put more people in than needed to be and called it an Irish bar. Um, it was not an Irish bar coming to Minneapolis and getting some different bartending jobs there, meeting some bartenders. I ended up spending a lot of time at some really high end Irish bars, uh, in downtown Minneapolis. We just had a network of family, um, family, I guess is what we would call it, uh, of, of hospitality industry. And the bartenders and servers and all of that usually hung out together. But the bartenders were like a brotherhood, uh, brotherhood and sisterhood. There were plenty of female bartenders. Don't worry. But um, a large contingent of them were from the Irish bars. Um, I got to know a lot of them really well. I would go. One was across the street from a place I worked for quite a while. And I would go in before work and uh, have a couple of ciggies and um, and uh, sit there and, and have some whiskey. And so... What what started as a once in a while thing turned into an every before every shift thing. What turned into uh, an acquaintance that uh, bought each other drinks here and there turned into pretty decent friendship. And uh, eventually, eventually, when I would come in and order my beer to sit down and have a beer and a couple smokes before my shift across the street, uh, I was getting to taste very, very, very high end Irish whiskeys. Um, they would get them in, especially for they were one of the best Irish bars in in the in the city. So they had to have some pretty unique Irish whiskeys. But I got to taste them um, routinely: two, three, four, two ounce pours, neat on the bar in the hour before I went to work, just tasting and talking about whiskey. Man, <laughs> what a way to start your shift! stumble your way across the park across me uh, a busy city street in downtown minneapolis roll yourself into the bar and grab your cash drawer and go to work but got to know irish culture hung out there before and after work got to know the guys really well got to know the owners got to know his stories it was great it was great but that one time a year that one day a year you didn't want to be anywhere near the place what a fucking zoo everybody's irish 
and they're all assholes. Oh, man. The good old days. The good old days. Anyway, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, that B-Bird Pro Ear Wax Removal Tool is uh, my item of the day. It saved my ass yesterday. I bumped it right up the list. There is a link for it in the video description, in the audio notes. And like I said, head on over to Amazon and check it out if you're not interested in this lower cost model. It was the only one I had available. I might have gone a little more expensive if I had time to research them, but it was an on-the-fly purchase. You can click that B-Bird uh, Amazon shop. Uh, link right below the uh, right below the title in on Amazon and go see all the products that Beebird offers and it's mostly earwax cleaning and ear scoping equipment. So check that out. Even if you don't need to clean your ears or remove an earbud um, an earbud piece from them or anything like that. But you got to do some shopping on Amazon today or over the weekend. Do me a favor and click on one of our affiliate links and head on over there. Do your shopping. Even if you don't buy what you click the link for, we get put in the tracking and we make a little kickback on everything you buy. What an easy way to support the Lost Project without costing yourself any extra money. You're going to buy it anyway. Remember I said you're going to be shopping there anyway. Just click the link. Help us out. Or you can go over to thelotsproject.com, check out the shop, check out the site, share the podcast, like the video, subscribe to the channel, check out the membership program if you'd like. We're hitting the road. All that membership stuff is going to start churning out. It's a big wheel, and the wheel starts rolling here this weekend. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to get rolling and I got to grab this one comment because he's a member and I said priority comments. Renegade Butcher says, affordable home colonoscopy is now available mobile from the Lots Project with my B-Bird earwax cleaning tool. Enjoy. <laughs> All right, guys, it's time. It's time to wrap up and get out of here for the week. Eh, it's going to be a good travel day. I've had a great week, guys. I hope you do too. If you're going to go out and party on St. Patrick's Day, I'd advise it. Grab a bottle of whiskey, grab a case of beer, head on home, sit on your couch. It's a lot cheaper and a lot less people to deal with. Anyway, if you do go out, be safe, guys. Don't get in any fights. Don't get in any car accidents. And then I disappear. I think the, the government's telling me they don't want people to drive drunk. Anyway, guys, it's been a great week, and I got to get out of here. So make it an awesome weekend. Get a shitload of stuff done. Enjoy your holiday or whatever it is, and we will talk to you on Monday.